0: Welcome to week 9 of the FBL podcast. I'm your host the commissioner. I am back with uh, the regional co-host Justin Erb.
1: Hold on. I'm gonna stretch my feet out a little bit. Hello. It's good to be back.
0: Um I think that's herb in my living room. He now owns my house.
1: Yeah, no, your food was fantastic and uh I'm onto the the good stuff, so should be fun. Um by the way, I hope you stocked up on the toilet paper cuz that's about to come next.
0: Uh yeah, it looks like I'm headed for the toilet bowl, but uh <laughs> yeah, it's good to have you back. You had a, a little bit of a hiatus. Um I was on sure. the road. Yeah, did you miss the pod? That was your wait what you were longing for.
1: you did the pod without me?
0: Uh no, I um I meant did you miss doing it? Obviously I would not um do a solo pod or, or have any guest stars while you're gone.
1: Okay, okay. Uh yeah, you know, it's it's the highlight of my Wednesday, every other Wednesday. <laughs>
0: Um yeah, so we uh we did uh we did have a matchup that we didn't get to talk about. Um I think uh you could full on Kobe rule me. I think that's the uh, the rule when it comes to podcasts. Um you,
1: you know, the firemen, uh obviously I'm known for nothing if not being gracious in victory. So don't don't expect <laughs> any insults here. Um but you know the one thing I would say DK Metcalf is pretty good.
0: Yeah. Um I did call let's just say that if I had a podcast last week with someone else, I uh I would have called that DK was gonna go off just because of that uh hustle play the week before. But um, you know, at this point, just taking the smallest moral victories in obscure things that I call on the podcast is all I got at this point.
1: Yeah, you, know, you know, I will say, um, I know that you you didn't record a podcast without me, but hypothetically, if it was recorded and somebody picked against me uh, in our matchup, I I was thrilled that they they picked against me. That's always a great sign. Uh, I think, was there a curse when your (laughs) co-host picked somebody in a given matchup? So um, whoever I picked this week, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, so... um... Moving right along, um, the first topic we want to talk about is interdivision play is now complete, um, and just, we only have game.
1: Just to be clear, you you want to talk about this topic. I'm just here for the conversation.
0: Yeah, um, I just I think it's interesting. There's always a uh, friendly rivalry. Um, this is the last year of the current division, so um, we, uh, we finished up interdivision play. Um, I just. Took a couple of notes on that, you know, I thought, you know, for a change, I I would actually write out a solid show sheet because by chance, if I had recorded a pod with someone else and they completely outshine me with their uh, preparation, you know, maybe, maybe I won't be the worst part of the, um, podcast moving forward, but we'll see.
1: Well, you're in no danger of being out prepared today. So,
0: (laughs) um, so, a couple of observations that I had. Uh, first, uh, Tim and Presto went six and zero versus the bad guys. Pretty impressive feat.
1: Hold on one second. Car- carry on. Hold on. Life situation. Okay. No, no, carry on. Pontificate. I'll be. I'll be jumping in in a minute.
0: And then, on the flip side of that, Adam went zero and six which, you know, he, had, he started off 2-0 and then uh, runs into the bad guys and just gets smacked around. Um, so outside of the those uh, three teams on the extremes, it, the bad guys pretty much dominated uh, play other than all taking L's versus Tim and Presto. But, uh,
1: so uh, I, I apologize. I, we're going to have to uh, pause for a minute. I have to go pick up my daughter quick. Can we take like a 10 minute break? Sure. Yeah, her tooth just came out apparently, so I got to go clean that situation up quick. Okay. All right, I'll be back in a couple of minutes. Sorry about that. All this right. is the first. All right, hold on. I'll be back. All right. Ow, now, brown cow. Ow,
0: now, brown cow. Ow, now, brown cow. Hey.
1: Okay. Okay. So we were talking uh interdivision play and you had reference Adam going 0 and six. Should I comment on that?
0: Uh yeah. Um let me just mark this. Yeah, so uh we're back. Uh Technical difficulty, but um, yeah, Adam went 0-6. Any thoughts on that?
1: Adam, or sorry, Adam's secretary, you should feel shame for your master's performance. Shameful. Not to win a single match in six weeks? Shameful. That's all I got.
0: Yeah. So, am, uh,
1: am I allowed to use the word master? <laughs>
0: uh, you can use it, but not in in talking to me.
1: <laughs> Wait, I can't.
0: Hey, I, I I'm going to be pushing back because they're I am now playing the good guys only from here on out, and they have shown to be pushovers. So, <laughs> um. Here's the deal. This has nothing to do with anything that's on the sheet, but I just got to get off. off on okay. I have had the worst luck this year. I've played a bullshit schedule. Um, my team is better than two and five or whatever the fuck I am right now. And all of my rookie running backs are starting to get more run. So this is to the collective league. If you want me to have another top two draft pick then keep scoring that your highest output of the year against me because I'm going to fucking wreck everyone next year and beyond so I would recommend that you let me into the playoffs and get murdered by Tim like I will this week but that is my statement to the league
1: wow uh, I, I guess I'll say this I'm taking my coat off because I'm hot. I'm not afraid of your team. (laughs) No. no. Uh, Having said that, obviously, I think the whole year I've had a a healthy amount of respect for your team. Too much. And I just – Dobbins is going to be a monster. That, like, yeah, no doubt. I think there's something to be said for Swift – but like Cam Akers, I I don't know, and did obviously, you see the,
0: did you see the video of I, him juking three people and what in the one play they gave him?
1: <laughs> that was nice. Um, Speaking of master, ah, damn it! All right, yeah, I'm back to hating your your wide receiver core is so good. All right, Apparently never mind.
0: Though, ever since you said that, they've uh one-by-one one f- falling apart. But Well, I mean, on, like,
1: this is... A.J. Brown is, like, what, a first-round dynasty pick or, like, top 15. Shark, like, if he ever gets a quarterback, which he probably will next year, similar to the, what Tyler Boyd is experiencing this year, great. Mm-hmm. Godwin has already proved he finished, what, second last year? Uh, so, I mean, like, yeah, I don't love the situation for him brady which is a weird thing to say um cd lamb is going to be great not this year but yeah solid asset chanel he's a wild card obviously but like who doesn't like him <laughs> like he's he's just fun to own <laughs> like if you're throwing him in as your wide receiver for that's kind of awesome and i did not even talk about slayton or smith's Schuster. there so like get out of here this is your, i don't come on how how do you have two wins
0: the fucking Dak injury took me from having – took me. What the fuck am I trying to say? Uh, it. I went from having a wide receiver one borderline to a guy I pretty much can't even start. So thank you, Cowboys.
1: Yeah. Um, well, you know, I was there, and uh, I had some conversations with the training staff, and I got the inside scoop. And the truth of the matter is – they just really—it all happened to split you. That—that—that that, that was what I took <laughs> away from it.
0: I—I am uh, like fifty percent sure that the guy that's starting for him this week started in the one and only XFL game that I went to pre-COVID. Um,
1: you really went says- to an XFL game?
0: Yeah, man. The uh, I was supporting the New York. Uh, Guardians, or as they say in the uh, tri-state area, the Guardians, and um, it was uh, a terrible experience. Uh, well, I mean, it, it was it was fun, but the football play it was terrible.
1: To to quote Plouts, I think that was a sus choice <laughs> choice of how you spent your time. I think it was sus.
0: Hey, in the uh, the middle of February, you could go for twenty bucks. There wasn't a lot going on we went way off topic i'm good
1: with this yeah we can move on we uh
0: so uh bringing it back uh i want to talk who looking at the the good guys division the bad guys division who do you think are the contenders as we head into (laughs) divisional play um
1: right so We're getting to the time of the year when the sphincters tighten a little bit. (laughs) 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 The pressure is coming on. You know, people are starting to feel it. Um, It's fun to talk about the bad guys, but, like, it's not that much fun because you're going to get mocked by Plout saying, like, oh, I'm in last place. Who cares? I'm a game away. Fine. Okay. So, like, the bad guys division um, truly up for grabs. All things being equal, it'll be fun if Rod and Plotts don't make the playoffs. <laughs> so that's that's my take on the bad guys' division. The good guys' division, um, Tim's team, I mean, with all due respect, could be the best team ever assembled. I, I doubt they ever lose again. So, you know, nothing but the highest honors and respect for for that gentleman. Um Presto is seven and one is kind of shocking. Kind of shocking. So I guess, you know, it comes down to, it's an interesting race between Adam, yourself and the Maloofs. As we just covered, you, you should be in the playoffs for sure. Um, I feel like you're going to make it in the playoffs and it's going to be the Maloofs, Adam and then I think Ronnie and Plouts battle it out for the shittiest team.
0: Yeah. Um Mike I'll, I'll I'll start with the good guys. Uh Tim Tim's team's solid uh top to bottom. Obviously uh Kamara's leading the way, but uh he has a lot of depth at the at the key positions, which is really keeping him afloat, especially in a season like this where you don't know who's going to play each week. Presto, I, I got to give him props, honestly. Like, he has dealt with a ton of injuries. Um, you know, he's lost Odell. He's lost Christian McCaffrey, Miles Sanders. Uh, Kenny Galladay has been in and out of lineup. And he has one loss. Um,
1: so, called... do you know the, the most shocking thing about that, everything you just said? How is Braylon Edwards still on his roster?
0: <laughs> that That is like just out of spite. Like it's probably, I would say 50% this podcast and 50% just all of the comments um, during draft night. But yeah, out of all of those injuries, it's pretty surprising that he's still on the team. Um, Fox is a little bit of a... Curious case because it's it, like he's had some injuries. Um, his quarterback and tight end have been like phenomenal. Um, Adams has been great when he's played, but Evans has been a roller coaster. Um, and I mean, he has uh, Chase Evans, but I his uh, what, running back too has been like a crazy situation.
1: Should I give Fox Zeke?
0: You could find a new podcast, <laughs> uh, Adam. Yeah, I don't know what Adam's doing. Like the uh, Edward hilaire draft pick didn't really work out.
1: Uh, I guess it's not quite the steal of the draft start. anymore.
0: No, and then uh, Malouf's were pretty much uh, banking on uh, Lamar returning to form, and hasn't been the case. He was frustrating to watch, which. I really re- regret As a, having uh, Mark Andrews tied in.
1: I have, I have no issues with that. Um, who was the steal of the draft? If it's not if it's not Clyde Andrews helaire anymore, who's my new steal of the draft? This is what I need to investigate.
0: Uh, I think so. <laughs> in the conversation, I would have to say you're looking at uh, Justin Jefferson. At, at pick
1: 10. Jonathan Taylor at pick 2 is tough.
0: Dude, I was trying everything to move up for him, and right now that seems like I dodged a little bit of a bullet.
1: Justin Jefferson at pick 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was only would, one would... pick before Braylon Edwards. <laughs> uh
0: Where did you get at you? 12. Yeah, so... Alright, he's... uh. Coming up right now too, uh, like it kind of sucks these out tomorrow night with COVID, but uh, I think uh, with Lamb losing his quarterback and Rager being hit and miss, um, I, I would say Ayuk and uh, and Jefferson are in the combination for or the duo to uh, be top wide receiver, rookie wide receiver.
1: Yeah, no, both. Uh... Both solid prospects. I think we'll have to wait it out. I- I'm leaning towards Jefferson being the seal of the draft, but, like, Ayuk keeps making a case.
0: Um, Yeah, and then the bad guys. Uh, I was, I was going to touch on this in the matchups, but Brad kind of had a tough week all the way around. I mean, he's currently in first, but lost Kittle for the season. Um, Gaskin went down for, you know, three, four weeks. Mike Davis is probably going to see the end of the road. Um, He had Jamal Williams, who who was solid last week. He's on COVID, so just, like, hit after hit. But um, I was kind of surprised I didn't see him make any uh, waiver moves because he's been killing it there. Um,
1: I feel like Brad should just rename his team the Scrap Heap (laughs) because, it's like, (laughs) he mines for gold in the Scrap Heap. But, like, Mike Davis got from the fucking dump. Gaskin was in the dump. Cole Beasley was in the dump. <laughs> he just fished all of these guys out of shit. Shined them up nice. Yeah. And, you know, actually, it's either the Scrap Heap or um, what's that pawn, pawn Star? He's like a Pawn Star. <laughs> he, like, acquires <laughs> these assets for nothing and then shines them up nice. And he, he's getting value from them for sure. Um, but, yeah, I think
0: Tra- – Travis Folded him? He, like, he's been – uh amazing. I wide receiver three over the past six years.
1: You know, years? this this is why he might be more of the pawn star because like I think in this case he got a solid asset from somebody who didn't know what they were doing, and in that case it was the league. The league didn't know what we we're doing and Brad just acquired this this diamond in the rough. He looks he looks legit.
0: I would say on the flip side of all of that, um you have Groom, who's just getting blasted with injuries. Um, You know, bold strategy to have three tight ends in general, but then when you couple that with all three of them having the same bye week, (laughs) which is this this week, you know, I don't understand the strategy, but uh, Can
1: can you cut to a saying sus?
0: Uh Oh, I just accidentally kicked, uh, touched Andrew's stupid uh, roster where has to play that music. I'm
1: sorry. I think you might need to go in quarantine now.
0: (laughs) Uh, Clouts, you know, rough start, but he's he's the hottest team in the division right now, and uh, he's he's rotating those two quarterbacks. (laughs) Um, I don't know. He's he's coming on. I. uh, no, Fant is uh, is back and uh, unobtainable. I found <laughs> out, and uh, you know, I he's he's six right now, but I, I I see him easily making the playoffs unless he does something stupid. My
1: biggest fear in the division is that Plouts figures out how to get value for his backup QB, and I say that being maybe one of the primary people he's talking about trading his backup QB to, so. <laughs> Okay, we got to keep that to, to find balance. Um, just to spend a minute on Plaut's team. Why did he pick up Devante Freeman?
0: Yeah, I don't
1: know. Uh, can we maybe have like an emergency pod for Ploutz just to like explain himself?
0: Yeah, uh, that that's uh, he's not practicing. He's not good. The team's not good. Like, I don't.
1: I don't you know, know, really, I I just say that because I want to hear like Plots come in and give me some weird trivia fact about something before he <laughs> explains the this decision there. So that's that's what I'm hoping for. Did you know the organ has six holes? Because no. I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I- I wish I could have seen my own face while he started talking about that. I was just in awe of this random ass. I
1: I legitimately Um, enjoyed it.
0: He came well prepped. Um, I I think I mentioned this before uh, we started recording, but he really put into perspective, A, that I I have been the worst part of this podcast. (laughs) Uh, I... My presence on the podcast and my preparation has both been lacking. Um, but uh, yeah, that was a, that was a fun pod for for everyone.
1: So. <laughs> it, indeed.
0: Uh, just to uh, wrap up the uh, good guys, you know, you're sitting in second place and you basically have this whole potential stable of players that could come back. and and help out the squad, you know, Chubb, um, Buster, um, you know, Ayuk's out this week, but you've you've built a solid roster as long as uh, they stop getting uh, COVID. And then I think you got a big uh, decision next week. Are you going to call up Burrow or not?
1: Joseph Burrow is getting the call.
0: All right.
1: Yeah. No, I'm, I'm pretty happy with the roster. Next man up, Um, Darnell Mooney is legit. Thank you, everyone, for letting me have him. Uh, Mr. Henry Ruggs is about to make an appearance this week. More to come on that. And, yeah, I mean, (laughs) getting Chubb and Molster, hopefully, for the playoff run is going to feel pretty good.
0: Yeah. So uh definitely interested to see how this all plays out. It um starts this week with the uh with the uh week 9 matchups. Uh do you want to kick it off with your uh your the first game?
1: Yep. All right. So, let's see. I got Maloof versus Masters of Kirate. Okay. So in full transparency, I did zero prep, and we're just going to we're gonna go for it. So, all right. Uh, thankfully, I brought my research team with me so I can get up to speed quickly. The um, first way I want to break it down is I want to understand the mindset. Like, what are they thinking as they're going into the matchup? So when I look over the Maloof side, here's what he shared with us. Bad calls even out over the course of a season. Okay, well, I mean, just like plots last week, I have trouble dis- deciphering who said what. Interesting, Fox. We've got an intriguing matchup. Uh, what, what, what part specifically, Fox? Uh, come on, Fox, show up sometimes. Anyways, um, all right. So the way that it sees it. Fox is going to coast to an easy victory. But if we do a deeper dive, because that's what we do here on this podcast, um, on the Maloof side, Lamar, I think he's due for a bounce back. You uh, can't feel great about starting Fournette or Gurley, honestly. Like, uh, I think the plot, or sorry, plots. I think the Maloof's, like, they had this benefit of, like, not changing the roster for a while. And there's a certain aspect to, like, If you can have patience in Dynasty Leagues, I think it does, over the long run, work out well for you, but there's also a cutoff where, like, if you don't keep it fresh, you start Leonard Fournette and Todd Gurley in 2020, so that's not great. I think Daryl Henderson is hurt. Definitely don't want to start Amari Cooper. He could have the steal of the draft, Justin Jefferson. Shepard, the Giants team, I don't know, like, I can't rule out starting Shepard, but you don't, you never feel great about that. And then he's starting somebody named Dalton. And I think we've already established that's like rule number one on the podcast. Don't start somebody named Dalton. The pets yeah. I mean, here's my analysis. I don't even really have to look at Fox's team. The Maloofs suck. So Fox is going to win. <laughs> so that's it. All I'm right. Waiting. Prometheus versus perhaps the greatest team ever assembled the MVPs to be clear. So with all due respect, I'm going to keep Tim's quote private. I just, I I can't speak his name. I can't talk about it. It's just, it's what it is. So I'll, I'll focus on your side of the coin. This is our watershed game. That's right. I mean, you're going up against the best. I get it. Um, You have slim chance this week. I mean, he has Thomas Brady. He he has somebody named Alvin. He's got Allen Robinson. I mean, those guys I listed alone are going to put up 100 points. You hear it here first. So, I think to win... It's it's almost like a political thing. Like you're in a race to 275, <laughs> or like in this case, like you got to put up a legit 140. Um, you know how I feel about your squad, but all things being equal, you're up against the juggernaut, and unfortunately, it's not your week. So, if 2020 taught us anything, embrace for the L, and just get ready that it's coming for you.
0: I legit hate all of my matchups too. Like Tannehill and AJ Brown versus the Bears, they haven't been giving up many points. Uh, Mark Andrews versus the Colts, like Colts have been pretty locked down. Uh, DeAndre Swift doesn't have Stafford, so they're probably not going to move the ball much. And I was happy to win the uh, the Washington football team versus the Giants, but. That's probably the one matchup I'm excited about.
1: Yeah, you're going to lose, man.
0: All right. All right. Top four pick. Here I Next
1: go. matchup. I got the Fighting Clowns versus the Texas State Dillas. All right. So let's break it down systematically. Get into the mindset. The Fighting Clowns can't take these guys lately. I mean, he doesn't even have a quarterback. He's starting Jimmy Garoppolo. You probably take him lately. But on the other side of the coin, Texas Dillas. He gets the most out of his players. Well, as we said before, that's, that's probably the quote of the night. Presto really gets the most out of his roster. Seven and one with a bunch of bums. So, all right. As I'm breaking it down, looking it over. I mean, I don't know what he's doing at quarterback. Did he get a quarterback in the pickups tonight? Who did he get?
0: Yeah, he's He dropped Garoppolo, but he has Watson. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Right
1: now. Watson, the former steal of the draft, Edwards Lair. Damian Harris. Diggs for Seattle. The corpse of Hilton. Uh, the wild card of Washington. Mike Williams, I I like Mike Williams with Herbert. But the Mike Williams-Herbert thing, that's interesting. And then for some reason, he's starting Gronk. Has Gronk been good this year? I haven't really been paying closely attention, but it seems like he puts up points a little bit.
0: Uh, yeah, he's scored yeah. the last three. Right?
1: All right. That's, that's not a terrible team to trot out. Uh, Presto, I'll give Presto credit. I'm I'm upset that he hit on Herbert. Herbert looks fantastic. He pulled a rocket arm QB out of his ass. If anyone, Brad should be upset that like Presto pulled a Pawn Star move and just, just stole him out of nowhere, shined him up, and he's he's looking great. Um, I love that Presto starting Ronald Jones. Is McCaffrey back? Is he starting McCaffrey?
0: He should be back this week. He doesn't really have a
1: choice, though. Corey Davis. It's been fun watching Corey Davis this year. That's all I'll say. Uh, (laughs)
0: Who?
1: Marvin Jones. Sneaky pickup. Curtis Samuel. Sneaky pickup. Couple sneaky, sneaky vet wide receivers. Jared Cook does what Jared Cook does. Dual tight ends. All right. Well, as I sit here and wait out, I think it's pretty clear that Adam is not going to win. Presto takes it. Those are my picks. That's all I got.
0: Uh, moving on to the good guys. Just There's,
1: one more thing, uh, though. First
0: matchup I have. No,
1: I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs>
0: First matchup I have is the, uh, battle for first place
1: game of the week.
0: week. Operation Phoenix versus the firemen. We have a, uh, a bird that's on fire versus, um, men who put fires out.
1: He's fucking toast.
0: And, um, yeah. And, uh, talked about it a little bit, but big, uh, Big hit to uh, Brad's team this week, um, especially at the running back position and tight end. Uh, Surprisingly, he made zero Wednesday night moves, so I expect all of the best moves on uh, Saturday to Sunday. But uh, yeah, he's going to need a a running back. He's going to need a tight end. Uh, I'm not even sure all of his wide receivers are playing, but he has Russ, you know, Russ and Julio, Thielen. Um, those, those might be enough to carry him. And then, uh, the Falcons, uh, he has Melvin Gordon going against the Falcons, which are terrible against the run. So he has got a a fighting shot. I expect at least two to three waiver pickups, um, in this list. And then, uh, right now I'm looking at your lineup. You're starting seven players, which, and one of them has COVID. Yep. But, uh, you know, Kirk Cousins sneaky pickup for Alliance. Lions. Uh, might see the uh, the Gus Bus again. Uh, Zeke, remember he, when he was good? It's, cute.
1: it's getting uh, another,
0: hard. Another casualty. Yeah, another casualty to uh, Dak going down. But uh, this is this game. I just want to see um, DK versus Julio. That that's going to be a battle of titans. Um, Will you have? Uh, and then you, you called your shot with Mooney and Ruggs in the lineup. See how that uh, turns out. You're open for uh, you know a couple of deep touchdowns. And uh, hawkinson has been pretty nasty uh, so far this year. I am going to pick Herb in a narrow victory. It's not going to be pretty. Uh, you,
1: you son of I a bitch. Done? Um, so first I would say it's Mr. Henry Ruggs, as Brad is about to learn. Um, yeah, I mean, Cousins versus Lions, I'm feeling okay about. I don't love my running back situation, but it's better than Brad's. Mm -hmm. He's got Russ, but I have DK, so that's fun. Um, Randall Cobb is going to be sneaky. Randall Cobb I just he's, him he's the penetrating Brad in waves of Brad Does't even understand yet <laughs> uh, and then yeah, I mean, look, I'm Russ and d k they're gonna do their things. I think cousin will keep me competitive. Our running back situations are about the same. so uh, Mr. Henry Ruggs or Darnell. Need to make an appearance this week. Uh, my only other comment is like fucking COVID. This podcast might not go up, but uh, sorry about that. I'm going to have some more whiskey and uh, next man up, get ready.
0: Um, I have two comments. So, one, Plout's pretty much hit on every topic that I was worried about um, for the podcast not being. Uh, posted last week. And for whatever reason, (laughs) it was immediately posted uh, on Google. So I don't know if he pulled some strings or you know, just his silky voice uh, made it go through. But yeah, that was interesting. But um, the other thing I I would have to say is Brad has only eight players in his lineup and one's ruled out so he has a zero projection and he is still predicted to beat you by about 10 points i know that these uh uh projection scoring projections are extremely accurate Uh, i believe they're uh provided by nate silver but um yeah they don't they don't love you this week
1: i mean tim patrick getting 12 points (laughs) come on i don't hate tim patrick though i don't hate him
0: yeah, Tim Patrick ruined me because I thought the same thing when I played Brad. and uh, Tim Patrick's you
1: know, not terrible, but I mean, like, come on.
0: I'm going to move on to the next game. We have the uh, the Renegades versus the uh, Baltic Thunder. Um, you know, a lot of this will, um, for Ron, this will uh, start Thursday night. He's got uh, Rodgers going up against the pretty banged up uh, 49ers. Team. How dare you? Um, J- hey. it's the truth. <laughs> uh, a lot of lineup tweaking still to come, I think, for Ron, or at least hopefully. But uh, he, Jacobs and Waller have pretty good matchups. Um, you touched on Jonathan Taylor, uh, he's a little bit banged up, tough matchup this week. Is he still the starting running back? There's a lot of uh, talk. Wilkins might be the guy now, or at least for uh. The limited future. So, um, Nicole Hardman's actually been pretty decent the past few weeks. He had a couple of touchdowns last week. Uh, that is a guy I was not a fan of, but, uh, you know, 22 points last week.
1: It was uh, the Jets. Uh,
0: that's a very good point. Um, Golden Tate, um, getting suspended by his team for practice. Uh, and his wife. Golden the takeout suspended. Just from practice, uh, I was listening to it on the uh, local news today. He uh, he made a shout out during their Monday night game to uh, throw him the ball, and then his I think his wife attacked, not
1: verbally assaulted, just
0: uh, called out the team. Yeah, and uh, coach said, uh, why, "Why don't you spend the next few days at home?" Um, I mean, this is a guy who once upon a time broke into a donut factory. So I, I don't know what relevance that has, but I like donuts and Golden Tate's uh, a guy that uh, gets easily offended. So um, speaking of easily offended, we have uh, Andrew trying to uh, justify his... Uh, his, his claim that he should be higher in the power rankings. He's uh, he's claimed that he should be a top team. He's declared it. Um, what?
1: Do we have who? Ronnie's done a terrible job of power rankings this year. Is there like
0: if, if by terrible job you mean no job of doing it? Like yeah, released it once.
1: Do we have a power rankings that we all recognize? I mean, uh, I think we're all clear that like it's I, team number one and. Debatable who's below.
0: Yeah, I think uh, Tim first, Adam or myself last, anything else?
1: I think you just established the best power rankings that we have so far. So I'm just going to shame Ronnie and I'm going to shame Groom. One of you two, power rankings. Let's go.
0: He just gave, gave the uh, is it the cowboy up or just uh, get on it signal?
1: I don't know. I was just, I'll, in my mind, I was doing a little helicopter twirl, but yeah, get on it. <laughs> Let's call it that. <laughs>
0: um, I don't think there's going back to Andrew's team. There there can't be a bigger disparity between a running back core and a wide receiver core. Uh, you know, Dalvin Cook. Monster, uh, Gibson's been solid, Derek Henry a Monster. You know, th- those three players have a good chance of outscoring Ron's team or any team in the FBL in, in any given week. Uh, Robbie Anderson, he's been solid. Uh, but then it, we wade out into some interesting waters. Uh, Michael Gallup has not been doing well this year, and they have uh an uh, XFL quarterback going against one of the best defenses in the league so plus or minus you know, 8 points there and then we have Antonio Brown the long awaited return to Andrews lineup and yeah you know, i i will be pleasantly surprised if he even comes close to hitting double digits this week i want to make this loud and clear so Andrew has all the ammunition he he needs if he has a big game, but I'm
1: not. Um, it's kind of a boring matchup in general, to be honest. Like, Friday's starting a terrible team, and Andrew will probably win because of his running backs. Fine. Here's what's interesting to me: What was Andrew's mental state when he got to click Antonio Brown into his lineup? <laughs> What was the scene? What was going through his head? Like, I, I want to know all of these details about this moment because I feel like that was a moment for him.
0: Yeah, I, he just has been screaming to anyone who won't listen that he's going to be the playing like a the wide receiver one overall. I so
1: all yeah, I can imagine, yeah, and he, I'm just gonna I'm gonna set the scene. So, okay. It's Tuesday morning. You know, he's had a long weekend. He's recovering. He's in Boca Raton. The weather's nice. He's got to leave his apartment because he can't work in his apartment. So as he's getting ready to leave his apartment, he grabs a red ball cap. He puts it on. The red ball cap says, make Baltic great again. He goes out. He walks over to his coffee shop, which is by the beach. He orders a latte with extra sugar, because that's just what he does. He sits down at his desk, fires up his laptop. He's got work to do, but mind you, there's something else on his mind. He goes to My Fantasy League, and he just clicks right on his team, soaks in the music. He's just soaking in the music, and as he does... He realized he has a task right now. He's got to be productive. His task is, how do I set a starting lineup? And as he looks over his squad. He focuses in on one name, Antonio Brown. That is the first person he put in his lineup. And I can only imagine what he was feeling when he clicked enter. And then I think as he submitted his lineup, he gave everybody in the league the one-finger salute. And he probably had some kind of Eminem eight-mile song blasting in his head as he was saying, fuck all of you. And I think he, from clicking enter to submit his lineup, set himself on a course to battle Tim in the championship match because of Antonio Brown. That's what happened.
0: Yeah, there's a lot to unpack there. First, to anyone who thought two pods ago when uh, Herb's audio was out and he was giving me five seconds and five second answers, that story (laughs) proves that you were an idiot. (laughs) Number two, uh, he he is ready for Antonio Brown season. Number three, I'm I'm really surprised he took. he picked up Jordan Reed because I feel like you have to call out Jordan Reed whenever he touches the ball. That's just like an FBL tradition. But can Antonio Brown share that spotlight? I will say that you know Reed's playing Thursday night, so uh, Brown's playing Sunday night. So he will have some some days to the uh, day to himself. But it, it's a. Uh, Andrew's got a busy week of defending his lineup in the chat. But it won't matter because he's going to beat Ron. Well said. Um, The next game, last game, uh, we got the uh, Red Hot victories uh, versus uh, the Rough Riders. I I think that uh, Puss is just going to continue to ride the hot quarterback hand Mahomes and uh, Tyreek are going to combine for another – uh, big outing, his uh, his running back situation. You know, David Johnson versus the Jags. This is it's now or never to, to get uh, a solid performance there. Um, you know, we talked a little bit about in picking up Devonte Freeman. Not sure why he, he has uh, Devin Singletary. Uh, you know, he's not playing that great, but it's the highest uh, projected uh, outcome or uh, scoring outcome of the week. Uh, you know, Tyler Lockett fits into that as well, and uh, I think uh, No offense gonna have a big game against the Falcons. They can't cover any tight ends. Um, Groom's kind of beat up uh, on bye weeks. We already, uh, you know, mentioned I put in my show sheet before waivers. We um, you know, he has the three tight ends all on the same bye, and I thought. No, he's probably going to pick one
1: up. Uh, well, I, do, do you want to break down in layman's terms what you mean by Shoshi? It's, it's a little inside baseball, so I don't know if everybody's trending with that that vocabulary.
0: Hey, we just uh, we wrote down a few notes for, uh, for the show. Uh, because,
1: because we're, we're fucking professionals. professionals.
0: So uh, <laughs> that is the one thing we are. Um, I do think this is the week James Conner is going to have a big game. Uh, they're going to have the ball the whole game against whoever the hell the Cowboys are starting at quarterback. Um, and Grubb's probably going to, going to be missing uh, Calvin Ridley, which isn't going to help, help his chances. I'm not 100% sure he's going to have a full lineup to start unless he makes uh, several moves. But uh, overall, I like Plouts. He's going to uh, continue his win streak. Um and move up the uh, the rankings of this um, division.
1: Yeah. I think that breakdown's pretty clear. The only thing I want to know is like why hasn't Plouts gone for the um, Mahomes hairdo? I want to see Plouts with the Mahomes do. That's what I want from this matchup.
0: If that ever happens, I don't uh, I
1: see won't even That's up. the only interesting thing to talk about in this matchup. Clearly, he's gonna win. So, yeah, the Mahomes hairdo. Think about it.
0: Um. Oh, I do want to call out the uh, the Nelson Aguilar um, double zero. We we talked about his breakout, and he
1: did. Not oh, he had catch last week. Really. He's been playing pretty well.
0: Yeah, I, I just thought it was funny because we had talked it up. But, yeah, did not get a catch. I will I will say that plenty of uh, um predictions for last week were pretty solid. The, uh, the one thing uh, that stood out was he, he said that Dobbins was going to get six points, and he got me 12, motherfucker. There you go. Uh, so that's it for the matchups. Any other, uh, topics? I think
1: we, I think we've covered the week pretty well. We, we got to shift over to a, a playoff mindset for most of the league, not all of us. And COVID is a bitch. That's it. Like, uh, yeah, I'm good.
0: Yeah. So we'll, uh, We'll keep you updated on the playoff picture from here on out. But uh,
1: good to be here. Good
0: to have you back, Erb. And uh, until next week, next week will be a big show uh, because we have the uh, the potential taxi squad call. I think so. Putting we'll it out there, we should get down. some guests.
1: Let's invite some people.
0: All right. Yeah. If you are interested in coming on the pod, whether you want to talk about your potential taxi squad pickup or um, you just want to be a part of something that's. Let's be honest. If they've made it this I far
1: and hear this ask, they're in.
0: <laughs> yeah. So let us know. Uh, otherwise, good luck in week nine. Until then.